gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. And again, we're diving into the belly of the beast. It's not as manifest democracy, democracy manifest as some of our election coverage was on Australian Music. However... Still government related. Exactly. This is, this is big stuff. Democracy Manifest. You live on. We're talking about the budget dropped last Wednesday, the new budget album um, for 2023. <laughs> <laughs> just dropped. Yeah, just dropped, just dropped. It's the first budget from uh, our – no, it's not. It's the second budget from our new Labor government, I should say. They they put what they – you know, after they won the election, had a budget, um, and this is the second budget into their second year of government. Uh, <laughs> it sounds a bit like you mentioned that European trip a bit earlier. Yes, yes. I had a budget when you went over and then you're like, well, I'll have a second budget, second budget. because I've blown out a little bit. Europe does that, um, yeah. absolutely. I mean, this is a different thing. Oh, yeah. no, you can compare the two. <laughs> I'd like Holiday to. budget, government spending, same, same. Um, no, but uh, this one is definitely worth paying particular interest to because uh, you may remember, and if you haven't heard it, this is a really good opportunity to go to www.homebrew.au, your homepage of your internet browser and the lock screen on your phone um, <laughs> and or anywhere you get good podcasts and find our podcast, Homebrewed and Australian Music Podcast, and scroll back because... You might be listening to that podcast right now. You might be, be catching up on this Thursday if you're listening to it when it drops. You could be, you could be, but you, you can Hello catch up. to the future. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can catch up because the Albanese government uh, basically announced the biggest shake-up uh, to Australian arts policy ever seen, more or less, um, from a federal level at least, um, earlier this year, I believe it was, with their revive policy. Now, their revive policy was this whole-of-government approach to Australian music. It acknowledged so much of what we have criticised and bemoaned over many years about arts um, arts and music in this country being kind of relegated to like sub-portfolios within unrelated portfolios like the infrastructure, not getting that government approach and above all else not really being appreciated as, as uh, important to society as it is, we believe it is and we know it is. Um, so this, re this revive policy was really, really significant and had all of this new stuff. The budget is the first step to, well, not the first step, but one of the early steps to actually funding and implementing a lot of these things. And so what we've seen um, uh, is exactly that. We've seen funding for Music Australia, which was one of the flagship parts of this revive policy. Um, Music Australia is essentially exactly like Screen Australia is for the cinema, the film industry um, in Australia. It's a um, central body within government whose focus is uh, to fund, support, um, liaise with the music industry in Australia, which we have never had before. So this is a that body alone is a really, really significant. Um, we've seen tweaks to tax, um, new rules surrounding superannuation. Um, they're some of the bigger ones related to music. And I should say this reporting comes via the music network. They do really, really good work. Um, so ARIA has welcomed the government's commitment to fund Music Australia. Um, as I said, this is the, the reimagined hub. It's going to support the music industry and it's going to launch properly later in the year it got uh 69.4 million that was lumped in for contemporary music but the uh majority of that goes to music australia we saw 35.5 million invested in first nations arts and culture which was one of the five key pillars of the revive mm. policy um 8.1 million for the establishment uh, of the center for arts and entertainment workplaces including uh, funding for support act 
which is really important too. 2.6 million set aside for school arts education as well. Um, which is really cool because a lot of, <clears throat> pardon me, a lot of the school, I mean, I was going to say a lot of the schools that we went to, we went to one school, <laughs> but a lot of the schools in the area will have a lot of talented musicians and artists and the like who either some schools might not have a really well-funded music program and therefore instruments are run down or there's just no real, the interest isn't there. I know the school Evan and I went to at Erina High School had a really cool music program. There was a lot of interest. We had the variety night performances every year and as a result we saw more and more kids getting into music um, or whether it was drama or whatever the case was but it was always full of music and whether you know if that money sort of wasn't set aside for arts education and music education I assume some of that music would be going towards instruments and the like as well potentially so if it is that means that schools can upgrade their equipment and therefore kids can you know, properly enjoy it and that's where it grows. I mean, you, Aaron and I, we both enjoy sport. We hear grassroots sports and the pathways through to the professional development. There's no real pathway in music, but it certainly helps if you can grind your teeth on, you know, whether you're playing in a high school band and you work your way up there. I think it helps. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and we know so much that that music, uh, I mean, particularly for female participation in music. We know that there are the, the participation of women within school is really, really high and then it drops off. So there's also measure like there'll also be parts of this looking to address that. And a big part of it is literally giving people of all walks of life, the confidence in those school years to like something, know something, pursue it, and then feel confident to step out of the school and continue to do that. So you, you can hope that this kind of funding is going to be directed towards that. Um, there's also been some interesting tweaks to like tax. There's been additional funding to the ATO for GST compliance, superannuation and personal tax compliance. Um, while the low to middle income tax offset has wrapped up. Now this relates obviously to all small businesses and sole traders, but Within the music industry, there are so many um, people running off sole traders, ABNs, contractors, blah, blah, blah. What that means is you need to have your your, your stuff in order, um, basically, because they're going to be ch uh, ch chasing compliance um, a whole lot more. Um, now, that yeah, you're going to have to have your things in order. There'll also be uh, the previously announced rollout of Payday Super, um, which this basically means that when businesses – were predicting their cash flow, they were predicting the super that they had to pay people. And what that meant is their projections of money that, that looked like they had were higher than they were because they're including super money that was owed to people. And that obviously leads to problems down the track because if your financial projections are based off money that isn't actually yours, then you end up using it or at least um, using it to get something or whatever. So they're changing that, which means that people employed by these kind of small businesses will have to, which is again, a, a lot across the music industry and small operations are going to get their super paid to them and allocated to them in a far more streamlined way. Um, which is really good to protect people because super is one of those ones that people get, you know, jibbed on quite a lot. Um, 
There's a couple of other little things like that, but I suppose the big part is Music Australia. That's really, really big and a pretty significant chunk of funding for the investment in First Nations arts and culture, which is super important and something that we really need to preserve. And if we look at that revive policy, their five pillars, First Nations first, a place for every story, centrality of the artist, strong institutions and reaching the audience. Um, and so you can see First Nations first, strong institutions, reaching the audience, um, uh, all things that have been directly addressed and the rest indirectly addressed. So in terms of delivering on what was a really promising policy, this budget takes good steps to get there and begin that funding. However, we know what politicians are like and we know that intentions are what? everything. Yeah, I'm sorry, to, sorry to be cynical. Um, no. So we will have to keep an item and make sure they do deliver it. It is worth noting that it's been welcomed um, strongly by the industry, albeit with some reminders that this is something that we need to get right and we can't really afford to get wrong uh, given mm. where the industry is at. It's at quite a juncture post-COVID, a lot of strengths, but still a lot of things we need to address. We finally have some sympathetic governments, both at state and federal levels, that are looking to invest in the arts. So if we play these cards right, we put this money in the right places, this could really lead to a boom for, for Australian music. Yeah, fingers crossed. You mentioned uh, Music Australia, APRA AMCOS Chief Executive Dean Ormston. Uh, he said that the creation of Music Australia with recurrent annual funding will, for the first time in the nation's history, provide an opportunity for a whole-of-government cross-portfolio strategic and long-term relationship with the breadth of the Australian contemporary music industry. So he's obviously excited. Uh, we're excited here at Home Brewed as well. And that sort of music creation of Music Australia you mentioned Screen Australia. We saw the same thing with the state government creating Music New South Wales, sort of uh, the same thing as Screen New South Wales, where there is going to be people within the industry speaking to people within government, almost like a direct line of, of conversation there. So lots to potentially look forward to with this budget. I mean, $69.4 million over four years for contemporary music plus an additional $35.5 million in First Nations arts and culture, probably two of the, the standout headlines from the budget. Yes, absolutely. And it, it does go to show, I mean, like it it's, sounds boring. It definitely sounds boring. But this um, Music New South Wales and Music Australia things are really, really significant because we know, um, and we've, we've arced on about this a lot on the show, that so often the criticism has been that the stakeholders are either, the, the cogs aren't, meshing well enough or they're not being listened to or they're not being engaged with or there's a disconnect when it comes to the people on the ground versus the people in the suits versus the people in the business world and those kind of things so what bodies like this do is is they they streamline the process they get everyone together they get everyone working with one another and aware of what each other is working on and that kind of synchronicity and um, engagement with one another on a formal level where there's bodies that actually make sure it happens is so important and it's like the reason it's it's this organization essentially organization and communication which the channels are now there to do, you know, I mean, it's probably oversimplification. It is an oversimplification, but you get what I mean. It's these are significant steps. And if you want industries to flourish in these ways, you have to have this and we haven't up until now. So um, yeah, there is definitely a lot to look forward to. Absolutely. There is. Uh, but that will conclude the music news for this Monday evening or Thursday or Friday or Saturday, <laughs> whenever you're listening to it on the podcast. Homebrewed. Get it all at www.homebrewed.au. Why is it not your internet homepage? 
right now. Yeah, if it's not, I, I don't see any other reason why you would need to use the internet other than to access our content. <laughs> and if there is another reason, I'd like you to email it to me and I can deem whether it's worthy or not. And that email can be found? At www.homebrew.au.